Good morning, and welcome to the New Awakening Show with Edwina Oliver. I am she, um, your local insurance agent and financial educator. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm going to get a little controversial. I have kept my mouth shut for a while. Um, I needed to get grounded. I needed to get grounded in my own opinion, in my own feelings, in my own memories of things, and in my reality of the reality. Um, I've said before my my kind of story, and in a quick, it is the fact that you know I was a young, nineteen-year-old mother, single mother, who worked hard. I worked my way up into corporate America. I worked in mortgage lending for 12 years and um, I was very successful and I raised my kid on my own. I had my own apartment. I did not get assistance. Um, So yeah, and then 2008 happened. And I had to rebuild myself three times, but realizing without any kind of generational wealth (laughs) to then lean on my downfalls or, you know, shortcomings, I should say, financially became hardships for those around me that could help, right? Because then they're always helping always need help and it's kind of the rhythm of things especially when you're not planning on inflation and inflation's been happening for years um wages haven't been raised since 1972 so a lot of the income made now our parents were able to make in 1972 when brand new cars were five thousand dollars um so and houses were 20 20 grand so that's something to keep in mind. Um, some of our parents maybe bought houses when they were sixty-seven thousand or two hundred thousand. That was when they started to get a little go go more. Um, so that's something to keep into mind. Is that it's inevitable prices are going to go up, and when we see this happening right now, kind of in hyperspeed, um, taxes are going to be asked for. I personally have received for my business, um, you know, the California franchise tax um, document. And it was very, that paper, (laughs) the first paper was a a professional tone. And the last paper was that of a creditor. Um, A lot of threats were in there um, for immediate payment. And of course I paid it. Um, I was, first of all, trying to make sure that I was paying the right place and whatever. Long story short is the fact that, I mean, California doesn't waste any time implementing their way and strategy in which they're going to be getting their money around here. And that is very seen. So, you know, if you own your own business and you haven't had your little tax taken, you will. You will. They're they're coming. Like the gosh darn mob. And so that leads me to my next 
thing because where we're at right now in in life I'm just going to tell you a little bit about myself as far as kind of my stances and my beliefs in general I believe that all people are equal I love people okay I love human beings I respect everyone's opinion is not always going to align with mine and that is perfectly fine because you live your life over there and I live my life over here. You feel me? Okay. Next is I believe, and this is coming from a woman who was a single mother for my older son's wife. The importance and the value of family is everything. It's everything to me. Um, I've changed who my friends are because all of that has to be in line, period. I'm not hanging out with someone who doesn't value their family (laughs) or themselves, right? So, um, that is huge to me. It's number one. Um, it is hard to do it on your own. It's not made to do it that way. It really isn't. It is too hard. Um, you're just going to be too depressed <laughs> most of the time to push forward like you need to. Um, especially in this next climate coming up, you know, people are really going to want to get self-employed in some some manner of, of the word so that you can get your, your worth. Um, I do want to kind of drive this topic And I had to get a little bit out of the way just so you know where I stand as I'm about to tackle this very polluted um, topic. I'm calling it polluted because, well, you're going to see why. (laughs) I'm going to I'm going to take on the Black Lives Matter conversation right now. Um, I know a lot of people are not going to like what I have to say. I'm probably going to use the words I've always heard, you know, (laughs) that I'm whitewashed or whatever the case may be, but that's, that's not the case. I'm just seeing, I'm seeing facts. That's all. I'm seeing facts. I'm calling them out. Um, because where we're at today, the political world, no one's going to like getting a tax bill like this (laughs) and it's going to come for everybody, not just the rich or this or that, or I don't know what they, what rich they're talking about because Bezos is going off into space every week. Every week he's having a a good old time with his money. So, um, the black lives movement started as a, um, a hashtag that was created by some gals, um, Opal, Tometi, and after the George Zimmerman, the gentleman who shot uh, Trayvon Martin, was found not guilty or whatever. Um, her co-creators or leaders, uh, they're listed as both, uh, Patrice Colors and Alicia Garza. You to remember those names because you just aren't going to see them anymore, right? They got what they needed, um, quite a bit of money. So, you know, I was like, where are the programs? 
for the black business owners, for um, the black students to get to college? Where are any of these things that this Black Lives Movement was so uh, quick to wrap up in its um, arms to get its movement off the ground, right? They're taking a knee. Now that's um, with the Black Lives Movement, you know? Now we're marching and protesting constantly, constantly. Well, I started looking some stuff up. And I have a couple articles I want to read from, just a couple, to kind of see kind of see where they're at. Because it ends in them being a political movement for Joe Biden's campaign to pretty much ride in on. And now they won't touch any Black Lives Matter stuff with a poll and not that I can blame them because Black Lives Matter turned into something that I don't necessarily believe in defunding the police hell no who are you gonna call when some fool is breaking into your house you are gonna need the police (laughs) period you're gonna need them and if you're acting in a way that you shouldn't be and you don't want to be caught by the police that's a personal choice that you need to start making right but we need police who's going to keep the streets safe who's going to be out there dealing with the criminals or coming when the criminals at your house oh my god so that was a bad demand off top that led us led this whole thing to go south real quick that and on top of the CRT they're trying to teach I don't believe in that I have biracial children first of all so I don't necessarily want them teaching anything about race in school. How about that? How about that? The kids don't think like that. And I will stand to that because I grew up in Marin County and I didn't live in Marin City. I lived in Terra Linda. And me and my sister were pretty much the only black people at our school in Balcido. Okay? With the exception of Darren. (laughs) One or two um, mixed race kids. In Miller Creek, we were the only black children, with the exception of a couple mixed-race children, whose moms were all of either Asian descent or white, okay? We did not experience racism in that environment. We were arms wrapped around us, let me tell you. Um, So many different surrogate mothers, white mothers, Asian mothers, Latino mothers, there's no, there was no, it was the kids got taken care of. That's it. (laughs) So I was encouraged by many different families. There were many different fathers that encouraged me from the sidelines on my basketball court. Okay. So no, I did not experience any kind of, this is some of the best times for us to be amazing. There's no room for excuses or anybody that's going to make us feel like we've been victimized and we aren't where we want to be because whoop whoop. No, you're not where you want to be. If you're not where you want to be, it's because of you. Jumping behind a movement that you don't know about and is typically looks like it's four different things. Who knows what the heck they're doing? All I know is that $12 million was raised by this place and they put six millions into black 
funds for Black-led organized groups, 6.5 for its affiliate network um, places, all in a survival fund. And these three women, Patrice, Opal, um, and Alicia, have been buying homes up and down uh, the North Bay, uh, L.A., the coast, I mean, and uh, they say they have other funds that they've earned but there's no business funds for black people there's no college uh, um, scholarship funds for any black people on behalf of the black lives matter Um, one of these articles says it didn't take long for the wheels of the black lives matter movement um, to get stuck in the mire of doubt and suspicion typical a few short weeks ago politicians were eager to be photographed taking the knee in solidarity with the movement. Now they're desperate to distance themselves from the movement demands. So let me show you or tell you what the movement demands are as I was looking things up about these people, trying to find any good thing that came out of this. Because <laughs> all I see that came out of it is it started the divide. It started the divisiveness. It started the combativeness. Mm-hmm. So the BLM demands. BLM seven demands. One, convict and ban Trump from future political office. What's that got to do with black people? And why is that a, a demand that that was pulled up in response to the Black Lives Matter? Mm-hmm. That's because other people who are given this $12 million to these people who don't know how to, one, negotiate on behalf of the collective that they proceed to make these seven demands that are not in line with me. Expel Republican members of Congress who attempted to overturn election. Again, this is not they let themselves get hijacked so it's silly to talk about BLM anything number three launch a full investigation into the ties between white supremacy and Capitol Police number four permanently ban Trump from all digital media platforms looks like they got that wish and that is not in line with me I want nothing to do with BLM number five defund the police number six don't let the coop be used as an excuse to crack down on our movement ill number seven pass the breath act and white supremacy support blm's demands this is disgusting seriously and for people to be so wrapped up emotionally that they couldn't even see that they were being used as pawns and that none of their concerns and what the real the real concern is is that black people need to get their SHIT together because we don't have community programs and people like this Alicia, Patrice and Opal who received 12 million dollars talking about black lives matter have allowed it to get so polluted and diluted that Washington's not going to work with us. The Asian community uh, is getting protected 
and getting legislation put in place and they have communities all right you don't see that for black people and i don't know if it's because that was a lot of money for these three ladies to see that they couldn't see past proper donors for their movement and i call it their movement because it has nothing to do with me and it really has nothing to do with any other black people so in the midst of this you got the crt being taught in the schools and unfortunately some of my black brothers and sisters believe that this is the right thing and some of these brothers and sisters have half white children so they are themselves are confused we are not being oppressed we are not being oppressed right now i just want to say that okay you gotta get that out of your head the only oppressions happening is in at the kitchen table when generational family members are talking bad about another race that's the oppression the oppression you're putting yourself in Start going after your dreams. Start doing things that aren't the the standard and see what happens. Because there has been a lot of progress. You know, when my grandmother tells me, um, says the same thing to me, <laughs> that she's sick and tired of hearing the young people the young black people of this generation say excuse me how oppressed they are and how they gotta fight my grandmother's like she lived through segregation she lived through a time where you know a man a father could disappear one day go to work and never come home because he had been abducted by a lynch mom and disappear and there's nothing you can do about it It's just something that they knew was happening. And there was no laws or any protection. And that family had to get on without the body, without really knowing, but knowing that haunting type of situation. And that rolls down generations. And I think that that fear and sadness is what allows the emotional tap in so that you start believing in something that's moving through the streets and they're oh yeah black lives matter everybody's marching and demonstrating and destroying and being reckless and it's like where's the action that's going to take place who's got the bills and the legislation drawn up and ready to go that's the type of movement you want to get behind smart individuals educated individuals people who can talk and be past their emotion and go get it done that's who you want to get behind Not people who are taking bribe money or collusion money to create a political agenda because that's what this is, a political idea. So I think CRT should be removed from the schools. The school has a lot on their plate as it is. This is the last thing they need to start trying to tackle (laughs) in a 45-minute session or whatever they're going to do. So I would do your, your digging on your own and just see what you come up with in regards to Black Lives Matter, the start, even this uh, article that I got it from, I might be going to say it. I thought it said history. It says her story, you know, there's, mm, I don't want to get too, too political up in here. It's a 
Candace in my podcast, even though I think I should. I would love to have Candace Owens on here with me and talk about where where we're at <laughs> and where some of us can go that are not with this other stuff because this BLM is a perpetuation. Um, it was it was a tool used to distract and to push a political agenda. And it's sad because some people really thought that they were a part of something bigger, something greater, some kind of movement. But rest assured, um, I mean, <sighs> sometimes do I think that I got pulled over because I happened to be black? Yes, I do. However, I also was black and speeding or, you know, I've never been pulled over just no reason could have been rolled through a stop sign anytime a cop is behind me I'm nervous I think that's just without saying you know you don't want there to be a problem um but I try to be nice and kind and hands on the wheel and smiling and the windows are down and I try to make sure that they don't have to ask me to do anything and that I'm not a problem usually works out just fine (laughs) and they do their business and I'm on my way Um, so I think it's the way that you think about things you know some of these videos I see I see people escalating the situation that doesn't have to be escalated because they are being confrontational you know how we carry ourselves as a person as a community is important the baggy jeans has to stop the real you know loud confrontational females needs to stop you know dress to your body standard I don't want to see your belly hanging out be proper to some degree show you have some class are you just animals roaming the street I'm sorry I'm gonna say it and I'm not here to talk down on anybody or I'm just the reality the truth I've been on this earth for 41 years, okay? And I've watched Boys and Girls Clubs close, and I haven't seen anybody start any youth-leading projects to help these kids find their way. It just goes ignored. And schools, um, music, art get cut. Sports get cut. Parents haven't been paying attention to the school system for a minute. And I know this to be true because I've been in it. I've been, you know, my son went through it and I've seen how the school reacts to things. Um, They've needed to be taken care of by the parents for a while now. Parents need to remember these are your kids. This is their education. You have a right to homeschool your kids that's not illegal it's not taboo it's not something the weird kids do I did it when the teachers were saying that they couldn't teach me at Miller Creek and that they were trying to get me an ESL my mom pulled me out of school (laughs) put me on independent study where I flourished and inside I always knew my capabilities and what I could or couldn't do regardless of what the teachers now when I go back to school are going to say and they did always try to lump me into some like learning disability type of ish 
One, I'm not loud. I don't raise my hand a lot to be called on or to answer questions. I just don't. Um, I don't like on-the-spot attention. (laughs) Um, And so... Yeah, so, I mean, I did independent study again in high school to make sure I got all my credits that I needed as well. So independent study was a great tool for me. It made me realize that I would be a great entrepreneur and that if given the right environment, an office, a desk, and all the things that you need at home to put you in the work mode, that's what you could do. And so I think instead of parents showing up at these school board meetings, I think you need to use the power of your pen and vote these people out. Don't show up. (laughs) Don't show up. Use the power of your pen. Write your petitions. Get people out that are not doing what you want them to do. Show it through your vote and get things done. Second of all, some of you parents, it's time for you to take a more active role and start running for school board. (laughs) Stop leaving it up to the next person down the street or Joe Schmo, who doesn't have any kids invested in the school system, who's just there getting the check and, and living the high hog, right? It's time to get involved. That school board should be full, comprised of parents with children in the school system. Don't you think? Wouldn't that be make more sense? I know you have to work. I know you're already busy. But it's this or other people telling you what to do. Because where it's going right now, it's looking like uh, they're going to tell you what to do with your kids. Um, my view on wearing a mask, when I wear a mask, um, I've been going out every week now more regularly I try to stay home (laughs) to um, do rotary and I already feel the residual of the mask it kind of causes me to be a mouth breather I find myself having to correct myself take in proper air um, and breathe because I had breathing out of my mouth which is giving me shallow breath and then in turn of the constant mouth breathing I've dried out my throat and you know I have a little cough correction that goes on you know like what is happening why is my nose stuffed up oh because I started putting this mask on where in my mind the mask makes me feel duct taped like my lips are duct taped so I curl my lips in and (laughs) I start breathing through my mouth like my nose isn't there it's the weirdest thing and I try to work on that while I'm wearing it but it's just my mind feels like I've been duct taped (laughs) so there's definitely some psychological stuff that comes with wearing the mask you know and everyone's got to do what they got to do I would talk to your kids um you know, ultimately, the people who suffer the most with this CRT is going to be the black kids. It's going to be the black kids who are isolated because now everybody is being told that they are bad because of the way you feel. And quite frankly, I don't, I didn't feel a certain kind of way. 
I really felt isolated by other black kids. Mm. Why? Because they all lived in Marin City or San Rafael or, or New Marin City, had some ties to Marin City and were in Marin City. And my little sheltered butt had never even been to Marin City. My mom did everything she could to keep herself out of Marin City. Mm-hmm. She didn't want that life for us. Um, not that there's anything wrong, but y'all know you had to be a little bit harder than I was. Um, and that's the truth. Um, and it should be where everyone can afford to have a home and a safe neighborhood for their kids. Every parent deserves that. Um, and every parent wants that. And the only reason why you wouldn't be in a safe neighborhood is because you couldn't afford it. Which brings me to my next topic, um, the housing crisis. Is it a crisis? Is it? Because for a long time, I've watched the apartment buildings that I got my very first apartment in, in Novato, for $14.95 for a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath, and a killer walk-in closet, okay, go up from 14 to 3 These buildings have not been retrofitted. They do pretty good keeping these ones up. But the ones down the road, not so much. So, you know, if you're familiar with Novato, um, the apartments up off of uh, Alameda del Prado, I think it is. I could be completely wrong. Anyway, um, it's off of Ignacio. They charge almost 2200 and raising that was a couple years ago and these buildings are not you can see from the outside the balcony is leaning in all of them they lean down and at first it's like a trick of the eye until you're in one of the apartments and it's leaning down <laughs> I was like I'm not going out there on that balcony I was on that balcony in 1999, and it did not look like that. I assure you, that is not right. But there's no building auditors who go around that I can see, keeping things in check, keeping the checks and balances up. You know, um, when we were house hunting, Lord, some of these houses I saw, I could not believe that... People were, like, selling their house in this condition. Carpets just... (laughs) You could see how hard the house had been lived on. And it's like, what are you trying to sell this for? (laughs) What? This is crazy. What neighborhood are we in? You know what I mean? To boot, you're going to have people buying high in neighborhoods that... You know, especially in Sonoma County, you realize you're in the hood. <laughs> like, what? Um, and so, you know, it sucks that our congressmen and our political figures in the cities and the towns act like the high cost of living is not the crisis, is not the problem, with the wages being a joke. Because honestly, it's going to be $33 at least. $33 an hour for an hourly wage earner to earn to live properly in the Northern California area. Southern as well. 
people didn't get homeless by all of a sudden, you know, looks like I can't find a place to live. looks like I'm just going to pop a tent here. That's not how that works. So for them to be like, oh yeah, we don't, the housing crisis, so we're going to build affordable housing. What is it affordable housing look like to you? These sheds, these huts that they're building for people. Okay, that's good. That's nice. But what does affordable housing look like to them? Because an Eichler for over a million dollars is a little bit of a stretch considering. What was the date? I don't know. Late 60s? Early 70s? The family house that I grew up in, the Eichler, (laughs) in Orlando, was bought for 250000 Okay? Just saying. Just saying. They're modest-sized homes. Great backyards. But... You know, a couple mil. That's crazy. <laughs> now, these kids have worked out this YouTube thing pretty darn well, and they're making enough money to buy these houses. Like, no problem. Who cares? They're making so much money. Um, so maybe it's just a certain demographic or generation that will have to catch up. <sighs> I feel like I went on a rant. And... I don't know how helpful any of this was, but uh, I just felt like some of this had to be said. All black people don't think the same. All black people don't talk the same. All black people don't um, ride the same trains as other people. I'm proud to say I, I am a Republican black person, a black Republican now. Um, through this whole thing, um, that was one thing that I I can see. Democrats do not care about black people. They victimize us and they keep us at where, where they want us to be. You know, relying on their social programs and, and their little agendas that have nothing to do with us. So I implore black people to open your eyes. Think about what was important to your grandparents. Why they were fighting to be free. Why they were fighting to be able to be homeowners and be a part of this American dream too. And what happened to make things get shooken up and start changing those generational curses that may have happened, whether it be depression, drug abuse, abuse, period. Um, Deal with those things straight on and make an active change. If you've got some dependable cousins or dependable friends, that might be better. Um, Think about a business that you can go in with people, quickie marts, franchises that you can start up, you know, you have a subway on the block. If you were still in the same hood you live in and you should own a business in that, on those streets, you should attend the, um, town hall meetings. Everyone should be attending town hall meetings. Um, get involved with your community. Stop allowing things to be moving in on us. And at this point, we all need to know what's going on, know how the structure's happening, ask for the police support at that time. I mean, in Terra Linda, cars are getting robbed out from in front of people's houses. In Terra Linda, this is crazy. The crime is up because people know it's Sleepy Town up over here. Shit. The street lights go on and you won't see a police. Okay? So that leaves people to fend for themselves. And they don't even realize that. So defund the police is the wrong. Uh, no. We're not defunding anybody's police. For what? Look into a BLM 
BLM is not for the people. It's not saying you support black people. BLM is a whole political agenda group. That's it. It's not even comprised to do anything for those black lives that they say matter so much. That's my problem with this. And the CRT is only to perpetuate the same hatred and separation. Teach little kids that white people are bad. Ridiculous. I love white people. (laughs) I love all people. I love Mexican people. I love all people. Black people. Asian people. I don't like certain attitudes. (laughs) And I might not be for everyone as well. And I leave that to be their right not to like me. For whatever reason, someone doesn't like me. That is your right. You gone. And stay over there and I'll stay over here and we would be fine. Right? I'm from old school. Otherwise, you know, we can, you know, handle it. But no, it's not necessary. We have to be on top of what's happening environmentally make sure that big corporations aren't getting away with polluting our air where we're going to be forced to not be able to breathe breathing is important we can't be having fires raging out of control with no water I mean some of the landscape that I've come across in commercial areas is crispy, dry dry (laughs) I mean it's like should we even keep these plants? Should everything go to rock kind of form? Kind of like a New Mexico vibe because dead plants is fire that's um, you know kindling for great fire so um, just some things to think about I think um, being involved in your community is important very very important however that might be to expand your involvement in things like school boards town hall meetings community service, things like that should be the residents of the community should be very active parts of the community active uh, forces of the community so um, something to think about something to think about before anybody says anything about the BLM again because I'm I'm a strong non supporter of it It, what a pollution of uh, and a disgrace Dr. Martin Luther King would be disappointed. Malcolm X would be expecting this kind of behavior. He warned of this behavior. You know, who who's the leader and why are they the leader? And how are they taking money in for the cause? And what are they doing? Is it for the cause? Or is it for whoever they're getting the 12 million from? cause and their eyes are so big because they don't know money and haven't been around money that they can't see past the houses they want to buy you understand what I'm trying to say so be involved in your local government and that runs all the way up to the top because there's certain governors um, in the United States that I see really taking care of their states and um, you know you want someone in power in that position to empower the kind of changes that we all want. Um, you know, we want our kids safe. That's number one. 
Um, we want our families safe. We want to be have that respect and autonomy and not be told what to do. This is America. The land of the free. You know, one thing that they took away for whatever reason, because they didn't want to mention God in school, which is just whatever, <laughs> you know, was the pledge to the flag. It, it kind of simply states everything that America is about and in taking that away it kind of you know every morning putting your hand over your heart and giving a pledge I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America to the republic for which it stands one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all I'm going to leave on that note join me again uh, next week And I will be talking about how to to build a financial foundation strong enough to beat out taxes, inflation, and get you uh, a retirement worth living for, right? Hey, and something that will blossom for your next generations to come. Hope everybody has a wonderful day. Happy Thursday. And again, join me next week.